If all you know about Judges is some children's stories about Gideon and Samson, let me tell you, it's way more than that. It's a maybe top five darkest book in the Bible, I would say. And it's surprising because when you get to Judges in the story of Scripture, if you are reading it for the first time, you get through Joshua. And Joshua is mainly this story of victory. It's this story where the people are conquering the land, they're driving out, seemingly driving out the inhabitants, and even Judges begins with promise too. And the very first verses of Judges 1-2, Judah shall go up, behold, I have given the land into his hand. Things are going well. But then you start seeing that things start falling apart very, very quickly. The people of Benjamin did not drive out the Jebusites. You see this phrase over again, that, that a tribe does not drive out the inhabitants. And the result is that the Israelites, they're in the land, but the land is in this half-conquered state. They're there, but the Canaanites are there too. And the Israelites were commanded to drive them out. They don't do it. And so they're in the promised land, but the land is not fully theirs. And you, you, you have to wonder, why is this happening? At the end of the conquest, at, and the end of Judges 1, Dan, not only do they not drive out the inhabitants, they're driven out into the hill country. Why is it happening? The angel of the Lord comes and he tells us why it's happening. It's because they have not obeyed God's voice. They were commanded to tear down the altars and not make covenants with the land. They disobeyed God. A, a generation arose that did not know the Lord and did not obey the Lord. And so we get in Judges 2 a summary of the book, the cycle that we see over and over and over again where the people sin and they serve the gods around them. God is angry with them and he hands them over to their enemies for punishment. The people cry out to God in their distress. God raises up these judges, the book's named after, and you shouldn't think of these judges like uh, somebody sitting in a courtroom. No, these are like tribal leaders. And he raises up these judges to save them, deliver them, and it talks about how the land has given rest. But what happens when the judges die? Over and over again, the same thing happens. The people sin and the cycle resume. And we get some wild stories out of these judges. You know, we, obviously we get Samson and Gideon, but we have Canaanite kings getting tent pegs driven through their skulls. We get people getting murdered with bones of animals. We get all these things happening. People getting assassinated. Some wild stories, uh, but Judges is really a book where you think, oh, things can't possibly get worse. They do. And we start to see chaos reigning. And this phrase in the latter portions of the book, in those days there was no king in Israel and everyone did what was right in his own eyes. That's the refrain. And so you might wonder, is a king the solution? And we see Gideon in the smack dab in the middle of the book. The people want to make him king, but he refuses. But he certainly looks like a king. He takes the king's portion of spoils. He has 70 sons, which is not something that you have with one woman. So he has a harem. And his name's his son, Abimelech, which means my father is king. And while Gideon was a little shy, a little coy about being called king, Abimelech has no problem and is even anointed as king and called king. And do we see the king solving the problem here? 
Now, just like in the rest of Israel's history, where kings are more likely than not to lead the people into idolatry, in the book of Judges, a king, ultimately a human king, is not the answer. Everyone was doing what was right in their own eyes. And this brings to mind Deuteronomy 12, where the people are being instructed in how to worship God and what to do when they enter the land. They are to destroy the places where the Canaanites worship, to tear down their altars, to burn the ashram poles, to dash into pieces the idols. Why? Deuteronomy 12.8 says, You shall not do according to all that we are doing here today, everyone doing what is right in his own eyes. The issue in Judges is that there is a king in Israel and he sits enthroned in Shiloh with the Lord. But no one is honoring him as king. There was a generation that rose up and did not know God because ultimately we have a failure of the priests. You don't see the priests mentioned anywhere in Judges until the end when Levites are mentioned. There's one who serves an idol for pay and there's another who is a long sorted story ends up chopping up his concubine, it doesn't say that she's dead at the time either, and sending them out to the corners of Israel and triggers a civil war. The Levites have not done what they ought. And so once we get to Samson, there are no more judges and chaos reigns. There's no king in Israel. Everyone's doing what's right in his own eyes. So what are we to learn from this book? If we look at the story of the Old Testament, obviously Judges is leading us to David because right after this we have Ruth, which is all about David's origins. But we can see a king doesn't solve Israel's problems. And Judges shows what happens when God hands us over to our desires. For the people of Israel, it is devastation. It is chaos for literally hundreds of years. And a king will come, David will be a man after God's own heart, and he will unite Israel for a time. But after him, Solomon's reign ends in tragedy. And his son divides the kingdom. What Judges teaches us is is we don't need a human king. Israel didn't need a human king. They needed the Lord to be their king. And Judges prepares us for that, that coming king that Jesus is. And the thing that Jesus brings with him is the Spirit. The Spirit is what the people of Israel needed. Judges talks about the Spirit rushing upon the judges to deliver them. In Jesus' kingdom, the Spirit rushes upon all of His people, enabling not just a few to do mighty things, but enabling all of us to obey Him. And that's what we need. And that's what the people of Israel didn't have in Judges. We need Christ to be our King.